Welcome to Teen Wealth Radio, a show just for teens, their parents, and educators to come together and discuss the issues that are affecting our youth today. Your host is Brandy England. Brandy is joined each week by amazing guests, as well as a regular panel of co-hosts who are here to give you ideas and encouragement every step of the way. We also have plenty of other surprises on today's show. So let's get started. Here's your host, Brandy England. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Teen Wealth. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Um, my name is Cass. You might have might remember me from a couple of shows uh, I've done in the past. And I also have here with me Rebecca. Hi, I'm Rebecca Shalon, and we are uh, filling in for Brandy today. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, more than filling in, um, so happy to announce that we are two out of three new hosts for Teen Wealth. Woo! Yeah, so we will also have Sarah with us in the future. Um, she can't be here today, but she will be our, our third person in our hosting trio on an ongoing basis. Hmm. Yeah, excited. Yeah. So should we start by just sort of introducing ourselves? You introduce yourself yeah. and I'll give people a refresher on who I am. Sure. Um, well, I am Rebecca Shalon. <laughs> um, I um, met Brandy um, through another agent of mine and uh, like uh, I really resonated uh, a lot with Brandy's message and uh, the, the positivity she shares and everything like that and her passion about mental health. Um, and I'm really happy to be helping out. A um, little bit about me. Uh, I'm an actor and singer and I, I'm a Disney princess on occasion. Um, I love to sing and just, um, yeah, have a good time and all that yeah. sort of thing. Spread the positive vibes. Yeah. Where yeah. are you from? Where did you grow up? Yes, uh, you may detect an accent. <laughs> I am from Australia. Uh, I grew up in Perth, Western Australia, which is, um, I think, the most isolated city in the world. So I'm a long way away from where I grew up and, and uh, in a very different environment mm. to how I grew up. Uh, so that, that definitely... Um, posed a lot of challenges like when I moved here and I've, I've, I've done a lot of uh, expanding and developing uh, since being in Vancouver because um, yeah. it's just so different. Yeah. yeah. How long have you been in Vancouver? Uh, about four and a half years. Oh, okay. So yeah, I'm a permanent resident now. Can't get nice. rid of me. This is yes. definitely home. <laughs> um, I'm but, impressed yeah. you've managed to keep your accent so... Oh, true to what it originally was Do you know what I get such mixed um reactions with that some people think I don't sound Australian anymore at all ah. and some people are like oh you're so Aussie so I really think it just depends on like how many Australians you know mm. and like the the company you keep I guess I, yeah. I don't know and also like if I've just done like a day of American yeah. accenting I probably sound yeah. a little bit different well uh I um when I first heard you speak I wasn't sure if you were Australian or Kiwi. <laughs> you know, there's like the spectrum of accent from yeah. hardcore Aussie through to like the neutral yeah. through to really, really Kiwi. Um, and yeah, maybe maybe what I was hearing was the little bits that, that make yeah. people, make Aussies think you don't sound Aussie anymore. Yes. Yeah, yeah. maybe. But what, what about you? Maybe give a little refresher and yeah. um, where you're from and yeah. who you are and everything. So I am Cass Wanden. I use they, them pronouns. Um, I am an actor and a writer, so I write both kind of uh, novels, short stories, and also uh, screenplays. I grew up in Wellington, New Zealand, and I moved to Canada, oh gosh, now about 
three and a half years ago after having previously been here for a semester exchange at university. So I've been sort of back and forth between uh, Canada and New Zealand a bit over the last few years. Did you fall in love with the place when you did the semester? Or? I fell in love with the person when I did the semester. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I met my now fiancé at uh, wow. UVic. And she moved to New Zealand with me for a year and a half. And then we decided, um, you know, either she had to get permanent residency in New Zealand to stay there or else we had to move here. And we decided ultimately we wanted to live here. And I am now a permanent resident as of last summer. So you're not getting rid of me either. (laughs) Taking over. Well, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about what we're going to talk about on the show today? Yeah. So um, if you've tuned into my episodes of Teen Wealth in the past, you might remember I have talked about um, friendships and uh, gaining and losing friends and and how to to cope with the end of a friendship, especially one that was very important. Um, so I thought we could talk a bit more about that and sort of explore um, more in the aspect of of setting boundaries in friendships and relationships, and uh, when to recognize or how to recognize when you need to set those boundaries and how to enforce them if they're uh, getting pushed at. That is such an important topic. I'm really excited to learn more about that. Like it's something that I think everybody deals with in a day-to-day basis. It's really hard to know, um, you know, how to react when someone is is not respecting your boundaries, especially if there's someone that's very important in your life or if there's a history, um, things like that. There's a lot of things that like complicate that. So yeah, yeah, I think this is a good topic. Yeah. And it's, it's relevant to everyone and in a variety of mm. relationships, not just romantic relationships um, or friendships, mm. but also family and yeah. also in um, employment situations. It yeah. can be really difficult to set boundaries with someone who is in a position of power over you. Definitely. Um, yeah. Mm. So it's it's sort of something that that is universally applicable, and it's yeah. yeah if you if you can set boundaries, then that sets you up for a lot of success mm. in um, achieving what you want to achieve without um, other people's um, like compromising. Of, yeah, yeah, without yeah. other people's lack of respect for your boundaries mm. getting in the way of you doing what you need to do. Yeah. I think that's really important. Yeah. Well, um, so you talked about sort of like toxic friendships as well, like that sort of thing. So yeah. I think are we mainly going to stay on the like the friendship side of things? Yeah. Or, well, yeah. yeah, we can sort of talk about in, in terms of um, friendships just because that's a very mm. sort of neutral relationship. Yeah. Um, and also it can be harder um, when you recognise that there's a friendship that has toxic aspects because we talk about breaking up with romantic partners, but we don't really talk about breaking up with friends. That is so true. Yeah. That is so true. And, you know, oftentimes when I think back on, like, my toughest breakups, Mm. I don't really think of the guys that I've been with. I think about my best friends. Mm. And, like, I really, I like, I'm sadder about those memories than I am about, like, the relationship yes. memories, if that makes sense. Like, I, I definitely remember my very first, like, friendship breakup, like, in primary school. Yeah. I was devastated and I didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. I think that's something that's really important and relevant because, yeah, yeah and you don't want to be getting taken advantage of. Yeah, and those are also the very first relationships you have that are negotiable. Because when you're very small, when you're a kid, your relationships with your family aren't negotiable. Right. Um, you know, your mum is your mum. You can't 
you know. It's a really interesting way of putting it. I never yeah. thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. Because when, when you're five years old, you can't tell your mum, no, I'm not talking to you anymore. Yeah. I think it's better if we don't have any contact. <laughs> How dare you make me you're five. But, you know, even <laughs> from that age, you can set boundaries um, with classmates or, you know, yeah. neighbours and things like that. And, yeah, and, touch and yeah. all that sort of thing. Yeah, you'll yeah. always have um, friends or acquaintances throughout mm. your life um, and each one of those relationships can have its own unique boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I thought we'd sort of talk about um, initially um, uh how to sort of identify when yeah. when boundaries need to be set. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, there's it, it can sneak up on you quite a bit, yeah. uh, especially if, if someone is very good at pushing boundaries. Yeah, and it can be really tricky to set those boundaries, especially when, uh, like, a complete cutoff is not possible. So yes. if you're seeing them again at school. Yeah. and things like that you, yeah. you know that it's it's going to be it's going to be harder to say yeah. these are my boundaries and you need to respect them yeah. um and then enforce that knowing that you have to see that person every day for the next you know like five years or so yeah that's also another tricky thing because you don't really have the option to just say okay well this is enough I've had enough mm. um I'm walking away from this yes because you're still going to be in yeah. that space yeah let's let's think of um boundaries and limits in general when we talk about boundaries what kinds of things are we talking about you know what Mm -hmm. could that look like especially if you're in um you know middle school or high school yeah um I think one that comes to mind for me is definitely sort of you know touch and affection like some people Mm. are not huggers yes some people you know are a little uneasy about that sort of thing so that's definitely a big boundary um uh, something else I can think of like with, with high school uh, would be, you know, notes sharing and stuff as well. It can be something like academic. Like if you have that friend that's always wanting to copy off you yeah. and, and won't put in the work or never does their homework or never pays attention and then expects you to pick up the slack mm. and you're just like, no, this is my work and you yeah. want ownership of that. That can be a difficult conversation. Yeah. I remember when I was in high school, I think I was 15 and I, um, th- there was a friend I had, and he and I were quite good friends. We sat together in class and hung out at lunch. We were all part of a, a big group mm. of friends, and he had a crush on me. Mm. And initially we had um, that conversation. I was like, you know, I'm flattered, but I just don't see you that way. And he mm. was like, oh, okay, that's fine. But then it was like he he seemed to hear my no yeah but he didn't really like the fact that in me saying no I was then free to do whatever I wanted yeah. so when I then you know had a crush on a, a different guy and we might be you know going to the year 11 school dance together mm-hmm. um, this friend was really hurt and he was kind of like well you know you know how I feel yeah. about you why would you right. go and and it's like, well, because I set that boundary, I told yeah. you no. Yeah. Um, and I really do want to be your friend, but if we're friends, you can't keep pushing that and kind yeah. of demanding that I 
you know, if you can't have me, then no one can. Yeah. Yeah. That is a tricky one because I think further to that as well, um, a lot of the time in high school and stuff, you get sort of at the mercy of like the social structure as well. Mm. So like if you are someone that has a really good uh, friend of, you know, the gender that you're interested in, um, then the rest of the class somehow gets to weigh in on your relationship where they're like, oh, well, you guys hang out all the time. You must be together. And then like it's hard to establish like a collective boundary like because then you're like well well, do I should I be dating this person like is that what I'm supposed to do oh and you're not really sure what you want anymore because people are telling you what you should and shouldn't be doing yeah I had that since since primary school when I was 10 I danced with my best friend at the you know the primary school disco so you know how 10 year olds dance with people in other words we're both bobbing to the music in each other's general vicinity and the next morning my teacher pulled me aside to give me a lecture about how 10 was too young to have a boyfriend And I was like, but this This, is just how our friendship is. You don't get to dictate our friendship. There's so many, like, uh, conflicting Mm. um, sort of ideas with that. Um, And, you know, to to expand on that as well, I had a similar situation where, like, I had a boyfriend in high school um, and then I was held to, like, the um, standards of the other kids who had been in relationships at my age kind of thing so like yeah. they're like have you done x with him yet yeah. and I'd be like well no like we're not at that stage and like well you should be doing x with him and I'm yeah. like well well I don't I don't know if yeah. I want that and then you sort of question your own boundaries and what you feel and you, you're not able to develop at your own pace because everyone else is enforcing their yeah. pace on you and their level kind yeah. of thing but yeah, boundaries is a, a really big topic. I'm really excited to like unpack this and yeah. sort of talk about power imbalances in relationships, as you said, and like toxic friendships, recognizing it and how to set those boundaries, like how we actually yeah. say in a, in a safe manner and like yeah. constructive manner. How to identify that yeah. they're needed, how to yeah. set them, how to communicate them and then how to enforce them. And dealing with the aftermath. Because I think, honestly, I think that's the part that a lot of people miss out on because, like, yes, they give you the tools to do do all these things, but then they don't talk about the aftercare because the other person may not be in a place where they can accept your boundaries and they can really, you know, make things difficult and it can be really difficult to stick to your boundaries through that and, um, yeah, really sort of deal with yeah. that fallout, right? Yeah, and boundaries aren't like a set and forget kind of thing. You've got to mm. maintain them, mm. and especially if it's someone that you see quite a lot or who, when you see them, it is, it's full on and it is a lot. Yeah. 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 Um, I think we're just going to take a quick break, um, take a couple of minutes break, and then we will be back to talk about some real life examples of boundaries. So after after the break, we'll be chatting. Yeah, just about recent events in in our own lives and Yeah. yeah, see if we can draw some wisdom from that. We'll be right back, everyone. Okay.
the Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hey you, yeah you, are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. Every day, we're surrounded by technical buzzwords and jargon that can go way over our heads. Now, there's a show that brings it all back down to earth. Tune in for today, Tomorrow's Technologies, with host Jose Negron. We'll not only explain the new technologies that are shaping our world, we'll give you the benefits and backstory of these technologies. Listen for T3 with Jose Negron, live every Tuesday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for sticking around. Uh, we're talking about boundaries today. Mm. Yeah, how to set, enforce, and maintain them. Very, very important. Well, I guess um, to kick the conversation off again, was there something that happened to you recently where you had to set boundaries and, and what was that experience like? Yeah, yes. I actually very recently um, had an experience where I realized that I needed to set some boundaries and then I set them and, and it turned out very interesting. And what, what was the nature of the relationship? Uh, so this was a friendship. Uh, it's a friendship w- that I've had for about five and a half years mm-hmm. um, with someone who is much, much older than me. So there's a, a generational difference in addition to um, a cultural difference because he's from the States, I'm from New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he's someone who I only see once every so often because he, he travels a lot for work, so occasionally he's in uh, Vancouver. And... Um, we had met up and hung out for the evening and we had, you know, made friends with some other people there. Mm. Um, 
And then we had a little bit of an argument, mm-hmm. uh, as we tend to do, I realized, in retrospect, we always end up having an argument. Mm. Um, and I was quite upset. And so uh, the people that we were with offered to help me leave, basically, said, you know, we'll walk you home, we'll make sure that you get home okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and my friend had had in his head the plan that we were going to keep hanging out until late in the night. We were going to mm-hmm. watch TV and talk and, and it was going to be, you know, our nice one-on-one time. Mm-hmm. And um, when I told him that I didn't want to, he was kind of like, oh, okay, all right, well, I'll, I'll put you in a taxi to get you home. I said, oh, no, it's all right. You know, I live two blocks away. I can walk. He said, oh, okay, well, then I'll, I'll walk you out to the front door. And, you know, we then went and, and the, the people who were going to get me home were, were there. And I said, oh, actually, these guys are going to walk me home. And he just instantly went cold on me, mm. kind of said, OK, well, bye, and walked away without really kind of acknowledging, well, you know, you're flying out tomorrow. We're probably not going to see each other for another couple of years. You know, goodbye. Yeah. Um because it wasn't a situation that he had control over or the thing yeah. that he wanted to do. Yeah. yeah, he had basically had his plan, which was that I was all his mm. for the evening. Um, and initially that had been my plan as well. I was only there to hang out with him. Mm. Um, but, you know, he he kept pushing even earlier in the evening. We'd, we'd had a, an argument because I had said, you know, we were talking about something that was very personal for me. Mm. And I said, I'm done with this conversation. And he kept mm. pushing mm. it. And when I physically turned away, he kept talking about it to the other people standing near us. So that was kind of my first warning that my boundaries Mm. were being pushed past just steamrolled. Um, And so, you know, I I managed to get out. I I established with him I am not staying alone with you until Mm -hmm. late into the night. Um, And, uh, you know, left with the the people who were going to get me home. And yeah. um, and the next day got a message from him saying, you know, wow, you chose strangers over me. Goodbye. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so that kind of, that gave me pause for a little bit. I, I had to sort of stop and think about that because I thought, oh, no, you know, I, I'm going to lose this friendship that I've had for the better part of a decade, half a decade now, um, over, you know, just because... I didn't want to to stay alone with him, you know. What what have I done? Yeah. And I had to kind of take a minute and then I sort of went, well, hold up. If I lose this friendship today, it's because I set a boundary. Mm. If I if yeah, if this friendship ends right now, it's because I chose to put myself first last night, you know, right. on Friday night. Yeah. I basically said, no, this is this is my limit. This is where I stop. And I decided if that ends the friendship, then the friendship was not worth it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and if, if you've listened to episodes that I've, I've done of the show in the past, um, you've probably heard me talking about the last time this happened to me where I lost a a group of friends very abruptly and I'm so pleased to say that in the last three years I have gotten to the point where I I can recognize that that if the friendship ends over something like this Mm. then it wasn't a good friendship it wasn't worth keeping yeah you've definitely touched on a lot of important things so like 
definitely highlighting that you recognized when your boundaries were being um, challenged. So things when you when you no longer had control over the environment. Yeah. So whether you were alone or with other things or like where you were, the, the control over the environment was, was questioned when you mm-hmm. said what you wanted. And then also your words, your words were not being heard. You, you voiced your mm-hmm. discomfort, you voiced, I don't want to talk about this anymore and things were being pushed past it. So you can see that you're like, that's how you sort of recognize when your, your boundaries are being yeah. challenged when, when, you know, your environment and your words are not being, um, adhered to kind of thing yeah yeah yeah. and and not just um being disregarded or pushed past Mm. but being actively ignored or twisted Mm. so when I said you know I wanted to stop this conversation and you didn't stop yeah the response being well you know you said you didn't want to talk but I can still talk to these other people yeah and me going, but you're talking about something that is personal to me. Oh, well, no, no, it's, how is it personal to you? And and just shifting the yeah. goalposts every time I identified yeah. this is what's hurt me, just shifting the goalpost back from that so that I can never, I, I'm never allowed to identify yeah. the thing that hurt me. Yeah, and no accountability. That's yeah. another thing to watch out for when there's no accountability to say, well, okay, I hear that you've been hurt. Yeah, yeah. and that's it, not what I want to do. Like, how yeah. can we move forward to this? It's it's always that deniability and like the yeah. the you know pushing the goalpost yes. kind of thing. So it's important. And it, you, I'm yeah. I'm glad you mentioned you're know, just acknowledging that I see you're hurt because it, yeah. it did get to that point where I said, look, I I just need you to acknowledge mm-hmm. that I am upset right now, even if you don't understand why. And yeah. he just couldn't do that. He just could not acknowledge that I was upset. Yeah. Even though I was, you know, crying in his face. Yeah. 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 So it's it's a the when it gets to the point where you set a boundary and end up apologizing for trying to yeah. to try for trying to set a boundary. Because I ended up apologizing for the argument, which in retrospect I didn't need to do. Yeah. It wasn't I wasn't the one instigating it yeah and that that would have happened because he reverted to those fear tactics where he knows that you have an attachment to the history that you have Mm -hmm. and immediately like brought that up and you're you're worried about losing the friendship so that's when you start backtracking and questioning your own boundaries even though you know there's there's a difference between like a boundary and like you know just telling someone something to do like control boundary control it's like the difference between saying the stove is hot please don't touch it um, and then, like, you know, trying yeah. to make someone, like, yeah. put something on it kind of – you, you get yeah. what I'm saying? Because, you know, of, the stove <laughs> is hot, don't touch that as a boundary. It's, yes. like, you know, you can do whatever you want but don't cross this line. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. you know, put your hand on the stove, there is that, no yes. alternative yeah. to that. You don't have freedom yes. within that. Yeah. It's a do that thing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. That, was, that was the situation I found myself in where I was mm. saying, you know, okay, I'm happy to do anything but I'm not going to be alone with you this evening. Yes. Yeah. And which – you know, I, I can do anything up to that. Yeah. And being alone with him that evening was the minimum that he would allow. Yeah, yeah. And I think being heard is, is super important. Let's let's dive more into that after this uh, quick break and we'll, we'll talk more about, like, what to do when your boundaries aren't being respected and when you have to set hard limits. Yeah, perfect. We'll be right back, everyone.
stimulating talk. It gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real. Real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to brandy at globalteenwealth.com. That's brandy with an I at globalteenwealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for joining us again. Uh, we've been talking about boundaries, mm-hmm. um, how to recognize when they're needed, yeah, specifically, we were talking about a situation that you went through uh, quite recently. Um, so let's unpack that a little bit. And how did you recognize those factors? And, you know, how did what, what did you do after you recognized mm. that this this happened? Yeah, so um, I, I've been aware for a while that in this relationship, there was quite a power imbalance, um, which is is not. A power imbalance in a relationship isn't a deal breaker um, as long as you are conscious of it and both parties work to, to make sure that that doesn't end up taking over the relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but in this relationship, there was a gap in uh, generation, because he's quite a lot older than I am, and also in um, status and wealth, because mm-hmm. um, he is moderately well-known by by people in his industry. Yeah. Um, and so I think that contributed a lot to uh, him thinking that he could set the parameters of our relationship because right. he has gotten used to feeling very important. Um, and he also had quite a bit of power initially in our friendship in how he made me feel because the fact that he was important made me feel like I was special because he noticed me. Right. Um, and 
there were our friendship has been great at times 90% of the time he makes me feel fantastic I feel like a million bucks when mm. I'm with him except every yeah. time we meet each other for about five minutes out of two hours or whatever I feel absolutely terrible yeah, yeah. And this can be applied to sort of you know high school d- dynamics as well when you're uh, making friends outside of your friend group yes and and things like that you might feel that someone who's in the yeah. different group to you oh, has more like clout or absolutely whatever. and then yeah so and es- relating it that yeah. way and especially when you're a freshman and one of the seniors decides that you're cool yeah oh I remember that uh, I, I remember, remember that feeling I was in choir and things like that and like because obviously yeah. the, the different age groups mix mix up and everything yeah. like that I always felt so cool when one of the grade 12s was like, tell me yeah, I was good. I was in a, a musical in year 11 mm. and one of the year 13s or a couple of the year 13s actually decided that I was, you know, pretty all right. I was yeah. pretty cool to hang out with. And it was just like, I remember becoming aware that one of these guys had a crush on me and being mm. like, maybe I should date him, even though I hadn't yeah. even considered whether I might have a crush on him just because he was older and cooler yeah. and me dating him would give me some sort of validation yeah. which is a terrible reason to do anything it is but, um, you know when you're young yeah all, but but keeping all of that in mind yeah. and the situation you just uh went through like how do you know what to do in this situation and i i is this a point where you uh draw a line and you're like that's it friendship over or is this somewhere where you like take a step back and say we need to you know, evaluate how we relate to each other. Yeah, well, I definitely think both of those are important mm. and um, should probably happen in the, the short-term to long-term yeah. order. So, and short-term boundaries can be anything, you know, as small as I'm walking away for five minutes. Right. Um, just kind of establishing that mm. you, need a minute yeah, to you need some control over your experience. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and that's also really important because when you are setting boundaries, especially with someone who is consistently trying to push past them, mm-hmm. you need to be able to do it very calmly and, and level-headedly. You yeah, know, and that's not always the case. Yes. Sometimes it's, it's a yeah. very emotional yeah. um, situation where yeah. you're just like, why aren't you listening to me? Because that person yeah. is very important to you. Yeah, and so yeah. It, can, it can often help to set a short-term boundary um, of you know where we're not talking about this right now or I'm walking away for five minutes mm. or even um, I'm leaving tonight I'm not staying tonight yeah um, and then having set that short-term boundary work out what your long-term boundary yeah. is yeah um, and you know that can be mm. um, you know we're not going to talk about this topic mm. anymore or um, I only want to see you in groups. Yeah. Or um, you know we can only talk about things related to classwork, mm. that kind of stuff. So how do you know um, when it's appropriate to break it off versus when it's appropriate to call it off? Yes, I'm so glad you brought those up because they're they're very they're sort of the two ways um, to. Uh, when you when you're in a relationship where your boundaries are just being pushed, they're the two ways to sort of end things. Um, breaking it off being the very abrupt kind of no, mm. this is a deal breaker. I'm not talking to you anymore. Yeah, um, when, and that can be a shift in relationship too, not just like breaking up the relationship forever, but like um, it could be like the difference between saying we 
can't be boyfriend girlfriend anymore now we need to be friends kind of yeah. it can be just a change yeah. in relationship yeah. like yeah. now we're not friends we're acquaintances yes like, yeah sort of but it's, a, it's a very abrupt kind of um you know this is how it's going to be from now on for me because you know this is what's happened and that's just a deal breaker for me yeah which is it's very abrupt it's also very daunting to do um sometimes Especially when there's history yeah. and mm. but sometimes it's necessary because sometimes the other person needs that shock to actually get them to acknowledge that there's a problem versus cooling it off is um you know the you're not gonna like confront this person be like you know hey you mm. you can't do this anymore or hey i'm not yeah. comfortable with this friendship anymore it's just the you making a conscious decision to just cool down your interaction with them mm. um for instance, uh, just maybe only inviting them out for coffee yeah. once a Limiting week instead of every day and just sort of yeah. scaling it down slowly, yeah. which might fix the behavior. You know, it might, if they kind of realize that they only have a small amount of time with you, they might not take it for granted so much. Or alternatively, you might find that with reduced interaction with them, you actually feel a lot happier mm, and mm. It, it can be sort of a way to without very dramatically ending it all yeah. um, kind of establish what this relationship means in the in the greater scope of your day-to-day yeah. life is this a, a friendship where you need to be texting morning to night yeah or is this a friendship where you can you know chat at lunchtime and you know and and after yeah, school clubs yeah. or whatever but then you don't need to be constantly in touch with each other so in this situation that you're in um did you choose to break it off or cool it off and and why why did you choose that particular route over another well um in this situation i my thinking was that i was going to cool it off Mm. i was gonna you know say hey you know these are my boundaries i'm i'm not hanging out with you um among people that you know better than I do because he's very good at, at mm. controlling people's perceptions. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was going to set these boundaries about how and when we could hang out and how long and, mm. and establish that, no, I am never going to be, you know, hanging out with you until the early hours of the morning watching TV yeah. and talking. Yeah. Um, but actually the, the reaction that I got from him the next day, having um, elected to let, other people get me home safely Mm. um, where his reaction was you know wow you chose strangers over me goodbye Mm. I kind of went oh and and I'm actually I'm not sure whether he considers that to be the end of the friendship right but I do right Um, yeah and even if even if he doesn't even if if he comes back and says well you know because he's trying to get you to apologize yeah. when you don't need to. Yeah. yeah. And I actually, I did. I, uh, well, I didn't apologize. I apologized um, after the argument. But um, yeah. over the weekend, you know, I, I sent him a text being like, hey, I mean, those people were just helping me get home safe. Yeah. And I left him a voicemail saying, you know, hey, can you call me? I want to clear this up because I value your friendship. Mm-hmm. But then after, after hanging up, having left that voicemail, I thought about it and I thought, actually, no. I, I'm going to set a hard boundary here, and that hard boundary is goodbye. Yeah, um, yeah. Because I realized that I am worth more than that. Mm. I realized I deserve better than someone who treats me callously um, by steamrolling over my boundaries 
but then still feels entitled to my time. So I guess um, the difference between knowing when to do the other is like cool it off is when you still feel like you're being listened to and that the intention to work on both parties is there Mm. and um, break it off is when you know that they're point blank refusing to hear you and um, are not making you feel valued or respected for your time or input. Basically, yeah, yeah. Cooling it off when you think there is something to be salvaged or when you think that with a little bit Mm. of separation, you could both come at this relationship from a better place. Yeah. Whereas breaking it off is the point that you realise that whatever's going on yeah. here, it's not going to be fixed. And it's it's also important to recognise that salvage, when you're saying salvaging and things like that, that does not mean just because you have a history with that person, mm. you owe that to, yes. to salvage it. Because a lot of the time we, we take that history and we stay in toxic relationships for way longer yeah. because we're like, but we've known them for, you know, yeah. five years or they're my cousin yeah. or I have something such good like memories that. with them. Yes. Yeah. But it's important to really sort of look at the facts as it is today and the way you feel today yeah. and approach it moving forward. And yeah. remember that the past, even though they're great memories yes. and contribute to who you are as a person, are not a map for the future. Yes, I, I really like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. How someone has acted in the past can only to a certain extent predict how they'll act in the future. You know, yeah, if someone yeah. has, a, it's has not an like, ongoing yeah. pattern of treading across your boundaries, mm. then that's one thing. But the, the good times you've had with someone in the past doesn't guarantee that they're going to be like that in the future. Yeah, and it, it doesn't um, cancel out any of the bad feelings that you've felt. You yes. need to take each yeah. feeling as you feel it. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. And I actually, I remember saying this to a, a friend of mine who was who was in a, a bit of a toxic relationship. Um, just because someone hurts you doesn't mean they don't love you. But the fact that they love you doesn't mean they mm. can't hurt you. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. We're going to take another quick break and then um, we'll see if we can. Uh, yeah. Final thoughts, yeah. aftercare. Final thoughts, lessons to yeah, take away. Like how yeah. to deal with the fallout from this because this, just because we go through the right steps doesn't mean it's going to be well received. Yes. Yeah. All right. We'll yeah. be right back, everyone. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. 
Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hi, everyone. Thank you for sticking around. We're back uh, just for the last sort of 10 minutes of the show. We're going to talk about um, some final thoughts on setting and establishing boundaries. Yeah, I think it's really great that we've talked a lot about, like, you know, figuring out when your boundaries are being challenged and mm. what to do in the situation when when you find yourself being challenged. But a lot of the time I think um, these conversations they, they stop there and yes. they don't they don't talk about the aftermath of this because um, you know we talk about having take doing all these steps and as if it's always going to be well received and the other person mm-hmm. is going to listen and they'll either you'll take the space and uh, they'll you know respect your boundaries and it'll be great but unfortunately a lot of the times what happens is that they're not in a place where they're ready to hear you or ready to accept that that is a boundary that they need to respect and um you know that doesn't fit into the where they're at at the moment so I guess um well that's what happened here with me because um the the argument I had with this friend on Friday night um was because we had previously had that conversation mm-hmm. i'd said uh, we should not have this conversation again in future mm-hmm. and then he he brought it up you know apropos of nothing raised it again just for mm-hmm. the sake of discussing it so i'd set that boundary and he just you know mm-hmm. that clearly hadn't been a boundary that worked for him yeah so i guess with aftercare when when it does kind of you know blow up in your face kind of thing when it's not the desired outcome and you are faced with losing a friendship and losing the history um I think the important thing to do is take a step back and really um listen to what you're feeling and and acknowledge it be sad about it if you need to be angry about it if you need to but just don't um act on those behaviors kind of thing like yeah um, I uh on Saturday afternoon I I actually messaged my fiance you know mm. kind of gave her the details of what had happened and I said you know I've realized that if this ends the friendship, then the friendship mm. wasn't worth it. Mm. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt. Yes, of course. Yeah. And it's very important to acknowledge that. So making sure that you're really feeling everything that your body's trying to tell you you're feeling and, and working through that, um, but still learning to stay firm in your boundaries yeah. and knowing that, you know, no matter how you're feeling, even though you're feeling sad and hurt, that doesn't mean you should change your boundaries yes. to to um you know make that other person happy because then you're just going to be compromising other parts yeah. of yourself i saw yeah. this great quote the other day I, I can't remember who said it but it it basically said um if i say no to someone and they get mad that doesn't mean i should have said yes yes 
Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. And when it comes to things like this, whether it's in a romantic relationship or with friends or teachers or bosses. Yeah, or, or even like work. Play, yes, like all that yeah. sort of thing, like just taking um, on too much. Yeah, and it, one of the most mm. important things is just to be clear on your own truth. Yeah. So sometimes it can help to write it down yeah. or to discuss it with someone that you trust so that there is a third party outside of the, the people directly involved who know what's going yeah. on. Um, and those people can also help you enforce and maintain those boundaries if there's yeah. someone there who's on your side who can step in and, and divert the person who wants to have the inappropriate conversation yeah. or you know help you escape from the situation yeah. you know, I had the the friends that I made at um at the event on Friday night mm. who um helped me get out helped me you know assert that boundary and mm -hmm. are now friends mm -hmm. you know I mm -hmm. lost one friend that night but I gained another yeah um because they were there to help me um, yeah. maintain those boundaries yeah um and this is definitely like a learned practice and it's not something that is going to be better or worse the next time you come across it yes because yeah. each relationship that you do come across where where boundaries are being challenged it's going to be different because the stakes will be different like yeah with a, a conversation about boundaries with your mum might be very different to a conversations that you have about boundaries with someone that you've known for like a month kind of yeah. thing so the 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 way the stakes and things like that and the, the um thought process behind it and the emotion attached to it is always going to be different so it's not something that you can become like expert level on yes. kind of thing but you you can you know, hear the lessons with each situation and, and do your best to try and remember those times when you come on to the next yeah, sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, because it's not going to be – it's not necessarily – not a perfect science. Yeah, and it, it's <laughs> not necessarily going to hurt any less each time, mm. but you will be more practised. And well-equipped. Yeah, and, mm. and you'll have more experience in um, setting and communicating boundaries. Communicating uh, yes. is a big thing, yeah. yeah. Once, once you learn to sort of – sit down, acknowledge your feelings, and then be able to express yourself in a way that isn't charged with anger yeah. or charged with sadness. Yeah. Not that um, you don't yeah. have a right to be angry not, yeah, or sad, of course. But, yeah. but not giving them that ammo of, oh, you're just you're just too emotional right. about this. Right, yeah. You know, you can feel yeah. that all you want and yeah. whatever you feel is valid, but being able to communicate mm. in a way that is so clearly... Um, mm. deliberate and direct mm. um, and just remembering that however someone judges you or blames you for mm -hmm. setting those boundaries um, even if those boundaries are you know I am never talking to you ever again whatever they say to you or to others about you you have worth mm -hmm. outside of what other people think of you do you know what? I, I like what you were saying there, like with how they react. Um, I saw something today and it was like, don't judge a person on how they react to you when they're in a safe environment and yes. happy environment when they're being cuddled and like getting everything mm -hmm. they want. Judge a person based on how they react when you tell them no like, yes. and you set a boundary and things yeah. like that because if they're not hearing you and able to yeah. like give you that same love and care when they're not getting everything that they want yeah then you know that kind of shows you that that where that person is at in their development and things yeah. like that it's not to say that people are good or bad kind of thing it's just yeah. that there are different stages of development and what they can handle and and what 
what they're able to, you know, access in yeah. terms of tools um, to communicate. Yeah, and if if someone mm. isn't able to respect your boundaries, that doesn't yeah. necessarily mean that they're a bad person or that yeah. they will never learn to respect boundaries. Yeah. It just means that you need to yeah. enforce those boundaries, even if that's to the point of removing yeah. them from your life. And it is not easy by any stretch like this is really hard and this is something I I'm really glad we're talking about this because I struggle a lot with establishing boundaries and then sticking to it I'm always someone who's just like trying to give everybody like as much as I can yeah Uh, I'm the same yeah I've been like this for five and a half years in this friendship and part of me is kind of relieved that I I now have the Mm. the justification to set that hard boundary Mm. of Mm. no I'm done because mm. um, like the I, pressure's yeah. lifted, yeah. Yeah, because I, I've been making compromises and letting my boundaries yeah. be pushed for five and a half yeah. years, right from day one, pretty much. Um, and I've I have now decided that I deserve friends who respect yeah. me as much as I respect myself. Yes. Uh, yeah. Because I've worked hard. If you've listened to my shows before, I have worked hard to cultivate that level of respect yeah. for myself. And you should be very proud of that and yeah. not let anyone you yeah. know, take that away from you. Yeah. Something my sister always says to me, because I have a terrible habit of taking, like, way too much mm-hmm. on, she always says to me, if you never say no, where is the power in your yes? Oh, I like that. Right? And I'm just like, I, I, have, that I have that written no. on my wall. Like, because oh. I, I always, I have to look at that and I'm like, okay, if I can, if I can say no, yeah. I should say no. Because if I never say no, yeah. where is the power in my yes? Yes. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> you know, I, I just thought, I mentioned to you earlier in the show that um, this friend that I, I have just lost, um, mm. I thought that because he noticed me, that meant that made me special mm. and it is in asserting my own worth over this weekend and and deciding that I'm worth more than mm. how he treats me I've realized that he didn't make me special by noticing me I made him notice me by yeah. being special yes and I was always this special yeah before he ever laid eyes on me yeah um yeah yeah. And he just validated what you already knew and you don't need that validation from him anymore. Yeah, yeah, I don't need yeah. anything from him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like I like that. The if you never if you never say no, what's the power in your yes? Yeah, like I, it's, a, I, I tried to yeah. remember it, but um, you know, it's it's a daily practice. Yeah. Um, you know, trying to have self care and do all that. But yeah. I think that's probably all we've got time yeah, for. I think today. That's, a, that's a good note to end on. If yeah. you never say no, where's the power in your yes? Yeah. Thank Excellent. you so much for joining us. Yeah. Uh, we will see you. We'll we'll yeah. talk to you well, next week. Yes, we will actually be hosting on an ongoing basis. Um, the two of us and Sarah who will hopefully be joining us from next week. Um, Once again, I am Cass. And I'm Rebecca. And this has been Teen Wealth. Have a good night. Thanks for being part of Teen Wealth Radio. Please join your host, Brandy England, her guests, and panel of experts again next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an awesome week, and we'll see you here for the next show.